there, Bogus listeners. You just fell into another episode of the Forever Bogus Podcast. And it's me, B-Boy Bogus Bryce, a.k.a. the man with the plan, Bryce Shoemaker, here with my buddy, always and forever, Mr. Jamie Killsby, a.k.a. It's J-Dog, uh, broadcasting from somewhere over Spaceship Earth, man. And I gotta tell you, <laughs> uh, I was just smiling from ear to ear while you're doing your intro. You're, you're I think that... Uh, in an alternate dimension, you are a game show host. Hey, you know what? I'm cool with that. Somebody said to me recently, uh, Bryce with the advice. Maybe that's my game show title. <laughs> Bryce with the advice. Hey, it's Bryce with the advice. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Uh, so tonight on the Forever Bogus podcast, we have a lot of interesting topics that's actually off topic because you just fell into another episode of our in-betweeners. Yeah, that's right. If this is your first time listening to one of our in-betweener episodes, this is number two. And basically what we do normally on the show is we research one topic to death and come back and spit it all at you. Um, (laughs) And with these in-betweener episodes, we're focusing on these little bits of nostalgia that maybe couldn't fill up a whole hour of discussion, but we yeah, want to talk about some bite-sized nostalgia. Bite some bite-sized nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bryce, what's been on your mind lately? So, uh, if you know the '90s, especially mid '90s to mid 2000s, it was the Attitude Era. It was it was in line with wrestling, the WWF attitude era. It was in line with all the punk skateboarding culture. It skate yes, everywhere had attitude or ratitude. That's what it was all about. And uh, that translated pretty well into music. We got some cool bands out of that. Um, and sometimes it did not translate that well at all. And uh, of course, I'm talking about the butt rock genre. <laughs> I, you've been talking about butt rock a lot lately. It's actually because of uh, my buddy Jonathan over at Everything is Mediocre. He started bringing it to my attention, and I was some, something that I really wanted to block from my mind, honestly. Uh, there's quite a few songs that I did favor back in the day, and now going back, it's kind of feels cringy, just kind of like those emo bands we talked about off air. Try to, try to give us a definition of butt rock for the uninformed. Oh man, it's that's the thing too. It's hard to describe. It's it seems like um, tool uh, tools like some bros, not like tool the band, but like some tools. Yeah, they're space uh, that rock. Would like, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, damn. And there's a fine line that you could cross into butt rock from there. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I guess I can give you some examples of bands. Maybe that will help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Okay, Let's cool, do that. Cool. So we have you know Chevelle, Breaking Benjamin, Godsmack, Nickelback. I think is the most iconic. Okay. Butt rock you can think of. So think those bands, that kind of genre of music. It's almost like um, pseudo tough guys. Hey, that's it. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's all for show. They would put balls on the back of their pickup trucks. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, uh, what are those called? Chuck nuts. Chuck nuts. <laughs> I like that. I didn't, I've never heard that. I think that's what they're officially uh, called. Chuck nuts. TM. I copyright, like that. Patent pending. 
<laughs> there we go. So one of the biggest butt rock bands that stands out and that's been on my mind lately is Limp Biscuit. A mm. little bit of Fred Durst. Ooh, you want to fuck with Limp Biscuit? You can't fuck with Limp Biscuit. Why? Because we get it on every day and every night. Dude, I, I, I was a big time Limp Biscuit mark back in the day. I, I really, really? Yeah, I got really into man. it, man. Uh, did, did, I really wasn't. So I, I really I, wasn't. I went through. Uh, all right, this could be a huge sidetrack, but I'll make it quick. Like I went through all the okay. phases, man. Like smack dab in fifth grade, I was deep into the butt rock because it mm-hmm. just seemed so cool. Like I remember, I liked Kid Rock so much, genuinely, not yeah. not not even ironically. And <laughs> Me too. it's just this thing, and it only lasted like a year. And then by the time I, I was in sixth grade, I was like, wow, that's cringy and dorky, you know. But for that window, I was like, this is my fucking shit. These guys are so tough and so cool. <laughs> So once I started doing some research on Limp Biscuit for whatever reason, I noticed that they just a time where they just dropped off. And well, I think there was one event that really put them under and pun intended because it did happen in Australia during Australia's big day out 2001. <laughs> Does this ring a bell at all? Th- for this you? isn't. No, no, no. You know, I thought I was going to guess Woodstock 99. <laughs> because that's the only like or family values <laughs> yeah that's like the only event i could i could think of them do you remember woodstock 99 i do not um i have a vhs of that oh. and uh i think it's family values 98 or okay, 97 yeah. if, when lay biscuit played it but anyway that's off topic yeah. so there's a lot that happens during the hour that limp biscuit played at big day out and uh, i i feel like this is what led them to their demise to the end of limp biscuit just to kind of give you a short summary about it, because I want to try to break this down into five minutes or less. So during the 2001 Big Day Out Festival, a Sydney uh, local actually was crushed during a mosh pit during the Limp Biscuit performance, and um, Limp Biscuit got a lot of heat from it. Did they? Did they die, or did they just get hurt? No, they actually died. Oh, she actually died. Fuck. Yeah, could you from imagine a heart attack? Could you imagine dying listening to Limp Biscuit? Oh man, it gets worse. Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers went on before Limp Biscuit, <laughs> and they—I <laughs> know—so they noticed the crowd was getting pretty big and pretty large, and they were shoving people around and stuff. Red Hot Chili Peppers was like, "Hey, no pushing. Let's take a step back. Respect your neighbors." Blah 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 blah. And uh, once they finished their set, they told uh, the crowd, "Like, hey, Limp Biscuit's coming on next." And then out of nowhere, waves and waves of more people started crowding the stage that Limp Bizkit was getting ready to play on. Security knew that Limp Bizkit was coming up next to end the night. So within seconds of Limp Bizkit starting their song, it just became complete chaos. And please, after we're done with this, go check out their video of uh, their performance. It's just like a sea of shirtless dudes and some <laughs> girls. And it's just nothing but like a, a sea of skin. Yeah. It is yeah. insane. Just people against people. Could you imagine a time <laughs> in our lifetime where, you know, Limp Bizkit was so popular that it was dangerous to go see them? <laughs> it seems made up. It seems like they could totally have never existed. Up. I'm going to tell that to my grandkids, and they're not going to believe me. (laughs) (laughs) So it started getting worse, and uh, the security guards were literally starting to pull people out of the sea of skin. And they were, like, waving to Fred, saying, like, please stop, please stop. You've got to stop playing. And finally, Fred got the band to stop. And it was like, what the fuck do you want? Like, started mouthing off to the security guard. And the security guard's like, don't you see the chaos that's happening that we cannot control right now? 
And so they pretty much force Fred to say like, okay, everybody, we know it's getting kind of crazy out there. So uh, if you see somebody on the ground, pick them up. And they just continue to start playing again. No respect for the crowd or anybody that was getting smushed to death, literally. Yeah, yeah. I got one thing to say about that. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Get out of here, corn. <laughs> they went on to play a couple more songs, and the security guards kept on telling them to stop playing as they're pulling people out. And like they're pulling people out that have their eyes like completely rolled back into their skull. Like they had passed out and they're pulling these people out either from like heat exhaustion or being hit too hard. It got insane until the point where the event manager actually went on stage and was like, stop playing or else. And they finally stopped. And the event manager was like, everybody shut up, take one step back. Just keep going back. Don't go forward, go back. And nobody was listening. And um, the security guards were like telling the event manager like, hey, there's going to be a riot if they don't start playing more music. So <laughs> what happens? They got Limp Biscuit to continue their set. <laughs> Man, you know, people <coughs> and myself included make fun of Limp Biscuit all the time. Mm-hmm. But like they incited a genuine riot. Yes. A 60,000 people riot. That's so fucked up. That's insane. That's so fucked up. That's the kind of shit that would like... Limp Bizkit... Listen to me here, okay? I am having a hard time getting this out because this is a hard thing to, <laughs> to digest. Okay, you could do this, man. You could do this. I support you. Limp Bizkit in 2001 had the power to overthrow a government. Yes. You know, if that energy was pointed at a government, that could be a problem. Yes. People like joke about them all the time and there is a lot to joke about, but that is fucking insane. It is. It's kind of like ICP and their family. Yeah. You know, I got, I got got respect for the juggalos. I I do too. No disrespect, but can you imagine? Yeah. And uh, the tabloids pretty much had a heyday with this because come to find out, uh, as Cindy Local was actually trampled pretty much to death. She was in critical condition in the hospital and later died four days uh, after uh, the event. This is the reason why I think Limp went under. Everyone in Cindy hated them. The word started to get over to the States because the internet was so big and popular then. And Limp Biscuit was, uh, was then protested and the music was boycotted. I don't think they played that many live shows after that. People started losing respect for him. And uh, Limp or Fred or anybody didn't have anything nice to say or apologize or anything. Anything they had to say about the whole event, it was sarcasm. What a bunch of dickheads. Right? Man, that sucks. You, you, you go, it's funny. That story really takes you in waves. It does. You know, you start, oh, Limp Bizkit, it's funny. Then you go, wow, that band was pretty powerful. Yes. And then you go like, oh, what a bunch of dickheads. You know, <laughs> it takes you all over the place. It's That's a roller, roller coaster. coaster, story, roller coaster of butt rock. So next time when you're thinking about butt rock, think of Limp Biscuit and how powerful yeah. butt rock could be. We could take over the government with butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like Kid Rock going to be a part of the Senate at some point? I, I mean, this you never world know. we're living in is is such a fucked up. Like, okay, I think that uh, you know, if it's like comic book world, every there exists a reality there 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 exist infinite realities each one slightly different than the previous <laughs> you know you to the point alternate realities where, yeah so i think we're <laughs> we're 
living in Earth like at least 17 or 18 right yeah. now. You know, this is certainly not Earth version one. And Butt Rock is Earth 69. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I Jamie. S- that was a volleyball spike if I've ever seen it. Ooh, that was very intense. I'm starting to start off the show with that. That You're roller sweating. coaster of Butt Rock. I am literally I'm- sweating. I'm looking at Bryce, and he's sweating about that. That's amazing. Okay, I'm um, going to cool down. Let me know what's been on your mind, Jamie. J-Dog. Uh, well, what's been on my mind is something I think is going to, you know, take things back a little bit, calm everybody down. And I like this it's already. It's summertime, and you're in a backyard, and you're a kid. You've got not a worry in the world. Okay, that's the setting. Well, last time we spoke about, you know, in this capacity, I should say. Last time we spoke in this capacity... Um, I mentioned three action figures that I carried everywhere with me. Yes. And, um, I think that that's super interesting, uh, to take a step deeper into nostalgia when we're talking about these things that are really interesting to us, you know, not just what's your favorite action figure or what's your favorite movie. It's like, well, which one did you play with the most or which movie did your dad take to see you on your birthday? You know, this deeper levels of nostalgia. Yes. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting to run down a few action figures that I acquired in strange ways. Ooh, okay. Okay, so... I dig this, okay. What I mean by that is, you know, of course, you got Christmas, you got your birthday, random gifts, something like that. Get rid of all that. What are the action figures that you acquired through strange means? Yes. Okay. Okay. I gotcha, okay. So I think the first one, I have four here that I can run through, and uh, two are specifically more interesting than the others, but I'll run through them all. So... Hot day, it's like the summer of uh, maybe first going into first grade, and I'm in my backyard, and I grew up in a very quintessential suburb where all the backyards were pretty much the same size. You know, okay. if you're on your deck, you could see your neighbor's backyard, and their fence is the same size as yours, and the neighbor after that, and so on and so forth. And um, so I'm in my backyard, and I look into my neighbor's yard, who was an older couple. They didn't have, they had kids, but they were grown ups and living out so they didn't have any young kids in their family there were no grandkids nothing like that and i glance across my yard into theirs and i see an action figure that was actually featured in one of my favorite episodes of pete and pete king of the road oh it's a power ranger action figure yeah exactly yes okay it's the character it's the character babu yes Um, the blue monster looking guy yeah exactly so they use that figure in pete and pete in that episode, uh, they didn't refer to him as a Power Rangers toy. They called no. him like Captain something or something like that. But this was a pretty cool premium toy back when we yes, were kids. Yes, it was. I mean, yeah. If you're if you're a toy collector now, you know if you're if you're a listener and you still collect toys, um, you're probably familiar with the term Sofubi, which is like a Japanese vinyl figure. That's a mm-hmm. uh, st- Japanese stylized figure. They were hollow in the center, and they were usually about like I don't know, twelve 10 inches. inches tall. Yeah, ten to yeah. twelve. Yeah. And they have very limited articulation, hollow, sort of soft plastic. Um, and that was like that. And it was so fucking cool looking. And uh, I saw it from my yard and I'm like, I'm toy nuts, man. I fucking <laughs> love, you know, I still love toys as an adult. Uh-huh. But as a kid, I was fucking toy Obsessed. nuts. So, yeah. Yeah, like a vampire spotting a drop of blood from across a, you know. And I, like I saw it and I was like, I need to get that. I, I, I played it through my head. I was like, they don't have grandkids. They don't have little kids. Maybe somebody dropped. I, I, I don't know. It's my. I got to get it. It's mine. <laughs> so what did you do? Well, it was a summer day. My mom was home. My dad was at work. And I 
was playing with all these different ideas of how I can get that action figure. I needed it to be mine. He was just so blue and big, and he had these big gray appendages. It was so rad. Um, and so I went into my dad's shed, and first I got a fishing pole. No. And, yeah, and so my... <laughs> I, I'm trying to fish this action figure. Oh, my God. <sighs> really at the line, trying to hook it in. And not Were you getting it. close? Yeah, I, w- I was, I was kind of like hitting it with the, the hook, but it wouldn't hook on. Okay. And, you know, all the while I'm doing this, I don't really want my mom to see it. And I also don't want my neighbors to see. So I'm like <laughs> secretly running up to the deck and casting out a line and trying to. So that wasn't working. So I put that away. I got a rope and I tried to lasso it. No, um, from over the fence, <laughs> that and hilarious. that didn't work either. At and this then point, I got your parents some... had to have like paid attention to you. Like, what is he doing? Well, <laughs> no, I yeah, I I I I think my dad was at work and my mom was deep in like a Lifetime movie, so okay. I had okay, I had Fair all enough. the time in the Fair world. Enough. Okay, um, and then I so that didn't work. So I got a, one of those long pool skimmers. And yeah, I actually with a net uh, at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, and I was trying to get it and it got too heavy on the end and I dropped it over the fence. Oh no. So I'm I'm fucking busted now. You know, there's no I'm not getting that thing back Damn. without telling that, yeah, why were you what were you doing with the fucking skimmer over a fence, you little weirdo? <laughs> you little bowl cut weirdo. Yeah. You got a bowl cut and you're putting a pool skimmer over my fence. Bowl cut weirdo. <laughs> um so I just ignored it. I pretend it didn't happen. I ran inside and uh, next time I went in the backyard, the pool skimmer was back in our yard. You know, there was a it was a very quiet transaction. Okay, okay. And then, uh, so I didn't get the Bulbo, but I went in my backyard about a week later, and my neighbor was back there. She was the lunch aide at my school, so she, you know, we spoke. Okay, so you kind of knew her. Yeah, and I was just kind of doing my own thing, like, you know, throwing action figures across the yard at full force, <laughs> like one does. But not and, solo. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. He's he's special. Um, but uh, she walks up to the fence, and I was like, oh, she's going to burn me about this fucking pool skimmer thing. <laughs> and she, I went, I went over, and she just, she held up the, bo- uh, fucking forgot his name. I think I've been saying ba- Bobo, but it's Babu. Babu. My bad. If I've been saying Bobo, know that I met Babu. Yeah. But anyway, she holds up the Babu figure and she says, uh, is this yours? <gasps> Here's your moment. I wanted to lie. It took every ounce of me not to lie. I, st- I was old enough where I still believed in Santa Claus. So I was like, he's okay. watching. He's going to see me lie. And, you know. Okay. So I said, no, it's not mine. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know where it came from. You could have it. Perfect. And she gave it to me. Yes. And the Babu was mine. And I still have him to this day in my no collection. No way. Yep. That is so awesome and strange a, at the same such time. Such a cool figure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's maybe one of the most interesting ways that I've, I've gotten a figure. But I've also... <sighs> This is a tough one for me. Oh, no. Um, briefly, last time we spoke at this capacity, I I had mentioned that, um, you know, we, we touched about that weird gradient where it's like when you're a little kid, you can play with action figures. And when you're an adult, you can collect them and nobody could. But in mm-hmm. that weird in-between phase, yeah, you know, it's, it's not taboo. cool. Even, but even the thing is, like, when you're in fifth grade, you can play with action. You're old enough to play with action figures. That's cool. Yes. But... That's the age where you start getting self-conscious about it and hiding it from your friends yeah. and like not admitting that you do it or whatever. So there was this fundraiser at a roller rink 
um, for my elementary school when I was in fifth grade. And like I said, that's the age where I was very into action figures, man. Like, <laughs> maybe in a... Primo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fucking... Whatever, man. I was playing with them all the time. But that's also the age where, like, when your friends come over, you kind of put them away and whatever you... Unless you know they play, too. And then, yeah. you know, you, you could bring that. But, you know, you don't take that risk. So... <laughs> well said, I'm at yes. the roller rink, and there was a... Uh, First, second, and third place raffle prize. Okay. And uh, I forget how the... I don't know if it was a raffle ticket or if it was... I want to tell you. I want to look you in your face and tell you that I won because I did excellent skating. That's not true. That's absolutely (laughs) not true. It was not not a skating contest? There, There is a picture of me... In the yearbook, the only motherfucking picture... You know how, like, in some yearbooks, everybody has their school picture, but, like, some of them have, like, pictures of you hanging out in a group? Like, you know, the only time I was ever in one of those, this motherfucker must have been doing this on purpose. I was in fifth grade, (laughs) and I had every pad on that was invented. I had a helmet, elbow, wrist, gauntlets, shanks, thing, everything. (laughs) Immortalized forever in this motherfucking yearbook. So, anyway, I was already... I was already in in the thick of it and i win third place on this this uh raffle i know i don't win anything it's fucking awesome what's what's third place what is third place it is a new in box wwf kane action figure no way yes oh i bet you were so excited but i'm in fifth grade dude i don't like that shit anymore i'm not supposed to like that shit you're not supposed to who's the Who's the person who's handing out the prize? The girl in class that every boy has a crush on. No. I got to walk up in front of everybody and grab my action figure from her. <laughs> I, I, I kind of grabbed it and I was like, what am I going to do with this? Like, yeah. I, mean, it's cool. I guess I'll give it to my younger cousin. Glad I, I won, know. but I'll probably like break it or something. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> but deep down inside, you're like, oh, shit. It's yes. The, it's just the balance of shame and joy at the same time it's probably what like some severe fetishists feel i, I feel like you you've know? experienced that quite a bit throughout your life it's very yeah, interesting yes yes because <laughs> I, I think i think I don't, I don't think it's super uncommon i think a lot of the things that we love the most maybe are guilty pleasures you know yes. maybe i think maybe we like guilty pleasures more than we like the things that we're willing to talk about sure and at in fifth grade action figures were a very guilty very pleasure and so i had to take that figure in front of the whole class and everybody's parents. And that was kind of worse that everybody's parents, everybody yeah. else's parents saw me. You, you know did not mean? mention that before. Um, <laughs> That's even worse. But anyway, I still have, again, just like the uh, Babu figure that I got from the neighbor's backyard, this cane figure I still have to this day. Anyway, that's sort of been racking my brain a little bit lately, just thinking about sometimes the things that we love in our collection. If you're a listener of the show, I, 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 would, I would bet that you have a collection of some sort. Um, sometimes our best objects are not the rarest or the coolest, but they're the ones that have the story that come with it. It's you know? sentimental value, and I love hearing the origin stories yeah. of all of those. That that's yeah. cool. Thank you for sharing, man. That's great. Yeah, I'm happy to share that, man. I, I figured you like that because we got you got a kick out of that uh action figure talk last week. Sadly, man, for better or for worse, I can always talk at great length about action figures. <laughs> I, I sure. have to put a cap on myself. <laughs> I see your head bubbling over again. What are you thinking at, man? I'm already sweating again. <laughs> no, no. My next topic is not as intense as Big Day Out 2001. Nobody gets so, murdered to death? 
No, nobody gets murdered to death. Uh, okay. Maybe murderers or burglars might try to get in. Oh, shit. Which is a whole other story. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, just today, this morning, I was thinking about all the times I spent at home alone. Not like Macaulay Coke in it, but like being ho- like left while the parents went to go grocery shopping or drop off my brother to a friend's place or something. I was old enough to tend to myself. They knew I wasn't going to start a fire or whatever. They trusted me at home alone. And all the shit that I got into (laughs) while they were gone. (laughs) You can start a lot of trouble. You uh, can. In just 20 minutes. Uh, We're running the store. Your head starts doing, you see the calculator numbers going up and down the screen, thinking about all the okay. Okay. I what got 25 I minutes. <laughs> yeah. Give me something to break. <laughs> jumping on your bed. So instead of masturbating, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, the first thing I would do is just like go on a treasure hunt and just Damn. search the entire house for anything and everything. You're looking for things that you know where they are or things that you don't know of or what? Both. Both. So if it was close to a holiday or my birthday, of course, you know, I'm going to be digging for presents, trying to figure out what they got me, which uh, one time actually led to uh, finding out I was going to get a red Game Boy Pocket. So that's pretty rad. How long did you have to wait to to actually get it? About a month. It wasn't too bad. Did Uh, you put on the Oscar winning acting skills? Like, (laughs) you know it. You yeah. know what? I, tr- I turned it up to 11. Wow! Uh, just like, no way, Mom and Dad! <laughs> I never expected to get this toy! Oh, and, and it's red? Cody, look, it's wow. red! I didn't even wow. know they made this color. Did you know they made this color? <laughs> I didn't even know! No way, Mom! Thanks, Dad! So, <laughs> that was pretty rad. Uh, we did find some other like Christmas presents and stuff laying around. But then you'll start finding like jewelry. And then you'll start finding like... Uh, I found an ET trading card that was left there from the previous owner. It was in a, the kid's room that I had uh, pretty much replaced. It was my room now, but I was like searching through stuff and I found like this old ET card from the eighties. So that was pretty cool. It's just fun to find treasures that are, are unexpected, especially yeah. when you're home alone on an adventure. It's like the Goonies. It is kind of like the Goonies. I've once found, I shouldn't even say this. I, uh, okay, I won't. I, I found something naughty. Well, oh, now, I, I mean, of course I've did that too, but I don't think this is the place to talk no, about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Now that I said that, I have to say what it was because everybody's minds will go. It was, oh, a, it was a porno tape. It was an old, Oh, okay. Like, that's not that bad. Yeah. I found worse. Yeah. So <laughs> the, another thing that I would do is make weird food concoctions. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, or like mixed sodas and stuff. <laughs> For some reason, I liked uh, mixing Mountain Lightning with apple juice. If mountain you mix Lightning's Mountain Lightning. Like, <laughs> yeah, Mountain, the Walmart, mountain Lightning's kind of like the knockoff of Mountain Dew. Yeah. So you just mix the two together. I don't know why. It tasted delicious. What's the ratio? One to one? No, 50-50. Okay. Light, uh, mountain Lightning and apple and juice. And apple juice. I don't yep. know, man. If you put the lightning apple with the mountain juice, you don't it makes know, the back man. of your eyes itchy. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember one time I was really into mayonnaise. I don't know why. It was just oh, a weird man. point in my life. So I made myself a uh, shredded cheese and mayonnaise sandwich. Triple decker. So I had like four pieces of bread, a bunch of mayonnaise, a bunch of like shredded mozzarella and shredded like cheddar and stuff stacked up on top of each other. And then I ate the whole thing before my parents came home. What a monster. I I felt so fucking sick, but I was so scared to tell them what I did. 
So I'm just like, oh, my stomach, mom. When you're gone, they get, you're, they're gone for 20 minutes and like they came home and you're just red in the face and sweaty and you have diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> and like the do? full jar of mayonnaise is gone. <laughs> God, a mayonnaise sandwich. It's disgusting. I don't know why I did that to myself. Go to jail, go to jail immediately for that. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to jail now. <laughs> uh, but then I would watch like every channel that I wasn't allowed to watch. Mostly it was just like the real world on MTV because yeah. my parents absolutely hate, despised it. That and Beavis and Butthead, of course. So oh, it was mostly yeah. on MTV watching those uh, shows that I was not allowed to watch. I could fucking just see it now. Like, okay, Bryce, uh, we'll be home in 20 minutes. Boom, door closes. And then he just runs to make himself a, a jail mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> throws on MTV. Is doing jumping jacks. Yes. Looking around the house for people's old photographs and jewelry. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm always daydreaming about how I can get on top of the roof without hurting myself, of course. Did you ever get up there? Fuck no, I never got up there. Oh, man. <laughs> I was too much of a, of a pansy. I was too scared to even try. I, I, you got to get up there, man. One time, um, my parents uh, were out of town. No, no, no. My parents were in town, and my friend's parents were out of town. We were at his house, and uh, we were in, like, fifth grade, and uh, he wanted to take the car out of uh, of you know, for a spin. Mm -hmm. uh, these fifth graders want to take the car for a spin. Oh, and no. um, he reversed it uh, into his garage and he crashed into his garage and destroyed oh, the, the garage front of door it. or like yeah. the actual no, the whole, the, the whole thing. He knocked the whole door down, busted up all the, the tool boxes and shit like that. That is horrible. I got, so, I just ran. I just started running <laughs> uh, like Forrest Gump. I didn't like just no direction. direction. Just right past my there. house, right past my house. Just gone. <laughs> I just flew. I was just gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, that was... A, but, but what about you? What would you do if you were left home alone? Well, well, I... Sh shit, I wouldn't crash into my parents' house. That's what my <laughs> friend did. Uh, uh, I, 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 too, like... I like being... To this day, I like being surprised, so I don't like to look for my surprises early, you know? Like, if I... Mm -hmm. I kind of know where they are and shit, so... I, sure. I, I, I remember looking a few times for that, and I was always bummed out because, like... Oh, I should have waited. That was a nice surprise, you know. Like I, I had that sort of um, remorse when I was a kid. Man, I shit. Well, we already said the other thing, so I guess I can say this too. But my, par <laughs> my parents got to the um, the the box when I was a kid. You know, it was like that. Oh, the that cable thing. box. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, you get all the free pay per views, and because we were spending a ton of money on WWF pay per views and stuff. <laughs> of course. So you get them, might as well get them for free. They have the free movies, but they also yeah. had Spice Channel. And, uh, spicy, but you know it, it's it's you set yourself up for disaster because I was watching in intervals of three seconds. So I was so scared of being caught. So you'd watch for three seconds, and you turn it off and run to the door, make sure they're not there, then come back and watch for another three seconds, run to the door and go back there. Just live in anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's not the best thing to do for a young mind is to get anxiety and 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 sexual feelings that <laughs> that close up. together that early. Um. But uh, yeah, and actually, I don't know. I, I other things I would do is I would be I would feel damn back to the action figures. I'd feel more um, open with like you know the dialogue of my action figures. Okay, you know you, I would, you felt more comfortable yeah. to just get loud and rambunctious with I, your figures. I want to tell you that's something I would do when I was left home alone is throw on my Halloween 
Riddler action figure. Oh, uh, you would dress Riddler up. Costume. Yeah. But I, I did that when people were home. You know, like I, I, I did that whenever, and I would be acting like Jim Carrey and to be kicking my leg high in the air and and saying all kinds of shit and being real fucking weird. As a matter of fact, I, you know, I love my parents, but I, I guess I never realized to this moment how how much space they gave me to be a weirdo. You know, and they never really were like, we gotta fucking do something about that kid. You know what I mean? Like, because I was a fucking wrong with Jamie. major weirdo as a kid, and they just like let me do it and they let me act. You know, I was. Fucking people are over on, on Thanksgiving, and I just disappear for five minutes. I come back in a in a fucking Riddler Batman Forever <laughs> costume, and just going like smoking, you know, like somebody get rid of that kid. But they let me do it, man. That was very kind of them. So, so with that being said, the reason why I can't answer too much is uh, because, like, yeah, my parents let me do whatever I wanted, not in Regardless. the bad kid way. Yeah. So yeah, when they were yeah. home alone, I was doing the real naughty stuff. Oh, shit. Oh, do you hear that? My parents are home. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. Okay, man. My parents are back home, and I gotta, like, chill out my room now. Yeah. So, uh, what else has been eating you, man? What's this, up? What else has been actually, on your mind? This actually lines up perfectly with something that's been on my mind lately, because I, I wanted to talk about a topic that I know that you love, is my childhood bedroom. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, we always see these great fictional bedrooms of pop culture uh-huh. you know through all these shows hey arnold and clarissa uh, Pete and Pete, clarissa these fantastic yes. bedrooms and you know your bedroom when you're a kid man that's your that's your fortress of solitude man that's where you're that's safe very that's true. where yeah. all your stuff is and beyond that like there's genuine safety to it that's where yeah, it's your you personal know, space yeah you know bullies at school are not going to get you in your room you know your mm-hmm. teacher is not going to get you in your room you're you're safe in there you got all your stuff man so i kind of want to talk about my bedroom lately and um first off i'll tell you why i've been thinking about it but i'll get to that in a minute um, my bedroom, unlike these pop culture rooms, was always evolving. So it was like <laughs> it was like a different room, you know, once a month. It, you know, there would be something pretty different about it. So there was never like I couldn't draw you a picture of my childhood bedroom because it changed every couple months. Constantly it totally, changing. Totally, totally. Is it because you were going through phases, or you just found something new that you were really into? A little bit of both. I mean, okay. um, I grew before I was uh, ten when my sister was born. So I had up until ten years old, where we lived in a three bedroom house. So the spare room stayed empty, and like once a month, I would just drag all of my shit into the other room and be like, <laughs> "Oh, I changed my room today." That's you know? awesome. Yeah. And, Until she uh, was born, you're like, damn and it. And I was like, now I'm stuck. And uh, <laughs> I think the most noteworthy uh, form of my bedroom when I was a kid, because it had multiple stages and forms, and I'll, and I'll talk to you about a few of those that are noteworthy, but I think the most noteworthy one is the reason why I've been thinking about it lately, because I've been doing a lot of painting lately. And um, when I was a kid, my fucking bedroom, the best phase of my bedroom, I mm-hmm. should say, Ceiling to floor, all four four walls were eight and a half by eleven taped drawings that my dad made for me. <laughs> that like, is amazing. You could not see any wall. There was you couldn't see wallpaper. You couldn't see paint. It was all four walls covered top to bottom in these drawings. What would and he draw? What were the drawings of? Everything, anything I asked him to. And this is the reason cool. why. I mean, if you're in a relatively new listener to the show you you don't know that that's kind of my thing is is draw illustration and and uh, painting and stuff but the reason why i'm good at it is because i it i didn't have 
a printer as a kid. You know, if I saw um, a cartoon, I I wanted to like own something. I want like I want to have a picture of that guy. Like I want something I need, tangible. Yeah, 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 I need something of that. And we didn't have a printer, so I would ask my dad to draw that character. And a lot of times, I he wouldn't have seen the character, so I'd have to describe the character to him and he would draw <laughs> it based it right? on, on my description uh, it was pretty damn close wow um i wanted him to draw goro from mortal Kombat, which is this big <laughs> giant like monster guy with with four, four arms. arms yes and i i didn't have a picture or anything because he's in the game and you know it takes a long time to get to that stage and uh so i just had to describe him and he drew him really well and he drew all these wrestlers and all this cool shit and it was actually to the point where you know anytime a friend would be leaving, you know, their parents were coming to pick them up there. They would bring them to my bedroom to like, show, look at this. Like, isn't this awesome? And drawings. <laughs> show at, like, it off. It looked like, I mean, if it was awesome, it was so fucking cool. But if it was inside of a mental institution, you'd be a little scared, you know, cause it's, <laughs> it was ceiling. I swear to God, dude, ceiling to floor, not an inch of wallpaper or paint visible. Just now, were they were they all monsters. like in line with one another, or was it kind of like haphazardly? Or? Um, yeah, they were lined up perfectly. Like, okay, so I started by going around the perimeter of the room, you know, by the part that touches the ceiling. Uh-huh. So all the way around. Once I ran out of space, going around there, like where you'd normally put like a border in a kid's room, I started the next row down and went all the way around, and eventually. Wow. The whole wall was covered. I mean, all four walls was, were covered. And uh, that's part of the reason, if not like the primary reason why I can draw today. You know, a lot that's of people great. think that like, oh, you're artistic. That's probably natural. It's like, no, nah, man. I've like, been... you don't understand. I grew up. Yeah. I woke up and slept. Yeah. Drawings. Yeah. Thousands exactly. of them. Thousands yes. of monster drawings. Every day I would wake up and, and go to sleep too. And that was actually the most... Um, epic I think point of my room but there were multiple um, uh, formations of my room as I said it was constantly evolving sure and that actually kind of reminds me of my room around that same age so my parents got a divorce and my mom got remarried to this guy named Troy and Troy is you may have heard me talk about about him on the podcast before he's like a cool dude you said yes yeah yeah he's a child at heart he got me really into Halloween he got me into wrestling and stuff like that but he would do the same like we would be we would tell him like we love the Undertaker and he would spend a full night drawing the Undertaker and giving it giving it to us and we would frame it and put it on the wall is he a pretty good illustrator He's not too bad at all. That's great. That's I think great. with a little more practice, he would be yeah. really up there. But unfortunately, he's really went away from that. But yeah. uh, my room consisted of all his drawings, uh, comic book covers, yeah. uh, pretty much anything I could get from a Nickelodeon magazine. Uh, I just it was just covered yeah. from, from ceiling to floor, like your room, with all of this stuff. That's and great, honestly, man. I think I think that was my favorite time, or at least the time I loved my room the most yeah yeah, was when it was covered with all this stuff well that room that was covered uh from ceiling to floor and drawings wound up being my sister's room when she was born so that didn't all the drawings got pulled down and uh the the room got painted like pink or whatever and you know there's still a question as to where all those drawings are to this day no Um, yeah sadly that's a bummer my mom swears they're stored somewhere. My dad swears they're thrown away. It's one of these things that, you know, maybe I'll find them someday. But uh, I'm sort of working on an art wall of my own right now. 
so uh, <laughs> with your paintings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. My one ah, wall is great. it's almost taken up all the way. So I'm gonna just keep going until it's the same situation. That's uh, awesome. Doing it with uh, yeah. But there were a lot of other things. Like one of my favorite things to do in my bedroom was throwing action figures out the window. Um, <laughs> You've said this before, yeah. especially if it snowed outside or something. Yeah, good memory, good memory, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it snowed, I would throw a few out and then go do like a search and rescue mission. Um, <laughs> I used to slingshot shit out my window too. Not to like I was I was a bad kid for a few years, but I was never that bad of a kid. To but just, like, like not really intentional. Like you. No, no, no. I'm not trying. There was to, no intent to hurt anybody. I'm, no, no, no. Exactly. That's the point I want to make. I, I was never trying to hurt anybody. But like it's fun to shoot things out the window. Uh, the most I wanted to do was scare somebody. Like, I thought it'd be really funny if I could whoosh, shoot something out the window and it cracks, like, next to their head and they get really scared. <laughs> um, of course. A little Spider-Man action figure. Yeah. What the hell is well, this? Well, I was shooting pennies and rocks and stuff. Oh, um, I see. Okay. and uh, so That's some, even worse, but okay. Yeah, because if it does hit them, it hurts really fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I fortunately never quite came to that. Um also, like, my one neighbor on the other side, the opposite side to where I found that uh, Babu figure, they, like, never, they didn't really, like, take care of their backyard. Uh, there weren't, like, back there mowing the lawn ever, and there were big patches of dirt and stuff like that. So, it just, like, it was bad of me to assume, but I just kind of assumed any anything goes there. So, I would just <laughs> randomly throw fireworks out my window into their backyard. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And I never. You like, kind of were a bad kid, dude. I, I, never, but I never really got in trouble for that. I just like. And, and I wasn't trying to be harmful or hurtful or anything. I was just kind of like, this will be fun. And I just like throw it out the window and, and hide <laughs> under my bed for a few minutes. Like, nobody knew where these fireworks were coming from. Um, when we moved out of that house, uh, I actually, like, spent some time in that room. I was really sad, man, because we moved when I was uh, in mid-high school. Dang. And I was leaving my room that I spent so much time in. I'd grown up in. So many memories. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, memories, actually, of, like, you know, trying to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know, like, (laughs) renting that tape. Actually, I don't know if I told you this. Like, I rented it, and I didn't even get to watch it. Like, I just played with the idea of watching it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For hours. Like, I just, like. I get it. I would go about to put it in, and I like run like, what if it's scary? And then I run away. Um, But when we moved, I wanted to leave a little bit of myself behind there. So okay, what'd you do? I wrote a note um, to whoever eventually moves into that room. Where'd you put it at? I wrote it from not my perspective, but from the perspective of a dead kid who died in the house. No. And I, that's horrible and I stuffed it into the where like the windowsill meets the window so it's like a little piece of wood I stuck <laughs> it behind there but just enough so you like if you spent a like, lot of time this? in the room you bet, yeah so I to this day you know just hoping that somebody found it and I'm sure was, somebody did yeah truly written by a dead kid you're right you know? <laughs> well thank you for sharing those memories man that actually brought me back yeah I I, I think that like bedrooms is an episode that we can do entirely I agree. maybe you know? like rad bedrooms from tv shows yeah, and absolutely. cartoons and stuff yeah that's definitely an ones. idea ferris bueller oh my god i can go <laughs> man but that brings us back to home base man what are you thinking yep. about now well the last thing that's been on my mind um is the feeling of coming home after school and turning on the tv And uh, specifically, I wanted to talk about turning the TV on to Nickelodeon after school in 1995. 
Okay, yeah. you with me? You with me here? I'm so, so with you. What I found online was a full scheduling block of after-school shows that was actually on Nickelodeon in 1995. Man. And I want to go down this list with you, Yeah, okay? let's hear it, man. Shit. Okay, and if you have any memories or anything, please shout them out. Now, now I'm sorry. Just refresh me. This was a weekday after school. Yes, a okay. weekday. We'll say a Wednesday after school. You just, just got off the bus. You're trying to beat your brother home. Because, well, in this case, your sister home, so you can get the remote for the TV. Yeah, yeah. You run inside. The door's unlocked already. You're like, sweet. Yeah. You find the remote. You turn it on. Instantly turn it on to Nick. It is, what? We'll say it's three o'clock. Sure. And Beetlejuice, the animated series, <laughs> is playing on Nick right now. Yeah. Man, that uh, show um, did not line up with the movie but it, it did was, not. You know, but I didn't. I didn't mind. No, no, I it was mind. very loved it. colorful, and I, I would describe it as boinky. It's Boink, very boinky, you know? not like bonkers boinky, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. kind of a dark humor kind of boinky. Yeah, yeah. I really loved it a lot, and it got me really excited for Halloween every time I watched it. Yeah. Or like maybe I might rent that. Friday the Thirteenth movie that my friends have been talking about gets this you like, weekend gets you like a you know? little wants you to get your dip your toe in the horror water a little bit. You know, <laughs> you want more. Yeah, you want more. Yeah. What comes on next? So at four o'clock, it's Jim Henson's Muppet Babies. Muppet oh. Babies. Yeah, I got a lot of memories of watching this one, man. Definitely, Me like too. I, I can almost place the year this is that this is taken from because <laughs> I swear I remember this block. I actually would have trouble at this point because I would know that Batman the Animated Series is starting on the other channel oh, pretty soon. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So that would be a struggle, but I got to know what comes on after that. That Okay, you may have just broke this for me because I forgot that Fox Kids came on yeah. around the same time. They had Saved by the Bell, Power Rangers. Well, I guess in 1995, I was six, so Power Rangers weren't as cool, even yeah. though I was still digging them. Yeah. And then uh, like like uh, Batman the Animated Series. Well, the so, block that I remember was Batman the Animated Series. I guess it started around 4 or 4. No, it started at 4.30. And okay. then when that ended, Simpsons started at 5. Yes, because it was prime time at great, that point. Great, great after school. That's a block. nice lineup. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so four o'clock. Jim Henson's Muppet Babies. Love it. We can focus a full podcast on that. There is a lot of meat to chew there with with that pick. Yeah. So at four thirty, we have Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yes. dude. Yeah, I can. I, I almost see this block. I get this, man. Hey, <laughs> you can hear the announcer up next. Yeah, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. When those guys came out, the temple guards, and pulled those kids in the back, Ugh, you never saw them again. Fuel. They never no, came No, you never out. did. It's not like the never episode did. ended and you saw them in a lineup. That was the I end of I think they, they fed him to Omek. They died. Big, yeah. yeah. That big rock face looking guy. He lives off blood. <laughs> so uh, about this point, my parents would come home. Uh, they would give me a snack. And so I would either like go outside or I stick around for Looney Tunes at five. Mm-hmm. Hey, is yes. that classic Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. I mean, not super classic, not like 40s. Yeah. I think it was like late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. So so it was like the good. I mean, I love all Looney Tunes, but from like the 60s on up was the best, I think. I, I, I uh, man, I, I think like Looney Tunes doesn't get the respect it deserves, especially these days. I mean, it's it, it, when you go to Disney, fucking Mickey Mouse is immortalized like he's a fucking god. Like there He's are bronze statues I mean, of him everywhere, and when you yes. go when you go to Six Flags, there is no respect for these Warner Brothers characters. They're just like, unfortunately not. You know, they don't seem to. And I get, the reason why they're not is because kids don't give a shit. 
You know, it's the same thing about like the flip. Uh, I don't think all kids don't give a shit. Yeah. I was a I was a kid that gave a shit. Oh, I mean, oh I anymore Taz. these days, these and, days. Oh, these days. No, I yeah, see, yeah. I see. No, dude, yeah, I, I, I agree. I totally gave a shit. I, there was a WB store in my mall, which was fucking amazing. <laughs> Me too. And, yeah, uh, I wore Tasmanian Devil T-shirts all the time. I played those games <laughs> on Sega when I finally got into <laughs> Sega, and uh, no, they were a big deal. But these days, they're they're not. And and because he's a genuinely funny cartoon character. You know, yes, oh, funny. all of them are. Yeah, all of them are. But anyway, so I make sure I was back in by 530 to watch Clarissa Explains It All. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough yeah. of Clarissa. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then, which is, this is, might give you a nostalgia blast. So the end, uh, I mean, the credits of uh, Clarissa Explains It All is playing. And then you hear the announcer. Up next, salute your shorts. Oh. Yeah. What's the first? Camp give me the first wanna. line. Oh, oh, that's it. That's it. That is the first line. Camp yep. on wanna. the wanna. We we'll hold you in our hearts. <laughs> and when we think about you, you make me want to fart. Makes me want to fart. Yes. And then uh, I would have dinner around this time, and sometimes my parents would let me watch TV while while we ate. Most of the time, they didn't. Ever so often, if they were busy doing something, they wouldn't mind. I got babysat a lot by the TV, which I don't mind. Uh, but Rugrats came on at 6.30, which is perfect. Rugrats was was uh, still relatively new, and this is during, like, I think, the second season. So this was, like, really good Rugrat episodes. Rugrats was the first thing I saw. I remember it like it was fucking yesterday, dude. It was the first thing I saw when my family finally got cable. Oh, um, me too. I didn't ha- – I don't remember, like, how old I was when we finally got cable, but I didn't have it for quite a while, and that's what made Saturday morning cartoons so special for me is because it was, like, really the only chance I got to watch it. Yeah. And uh, I remember the day the cable guy came over uh, and installed our cable, and it was early in the morning, and I was, like, for some reason, like, just nobody told me to go away and stop yeah. bothering this guy, but I was standing there, you know, in my pajamas, which consisted of a – oversized Tasmanian devil t-shirt and tidy whities and I'm just standing there while this guy's in the living room and I'm asking him too many questions and uh, when he finished he put on Rugrats and I was never the same again <laughs> and then at 7 o'clock it's Doug oh yep 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 you gotta love Doug we're closing out the Nick lineup with some Looney Tunes yeah. right before Nick at night and then you just turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually enjoy Nick at Night. I think that's a whole other talking point I want to talk about in a different episode because I, I really enjoyed Nick at Night. But that's it, man. Uh, I just really thought about that moment of coming home and watching, you know, four hours of Nickelodeon. Yeah. And 1995 was kind of a prime year for that. Yeah, you could spend a lot of time watching that. And if you were lucky enough, maybe you'd even. Catch a little hey, dude. Hey, dude. It's a little wild and a little strange <laughs> to make your home out on the range. Get along, little doggy. Hey, that theme song slaps. It slaps. It slaps. It's one of my favorite, like, retro theme songs from that Nickelodeon era. All right, man. Let's round it back. What's the last thing that's been on your mind this week? I've been I've been thinking about one of my favorite things ever. I'm always thinking about it. I, I love movies. <laughs> I love film discovery like i like learning about genres and directors that i've never heard of i just yeah. so it's something that's always going on in my blood so i can always talk about movies at any given time it's 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 something that i'm never not thinking of let's put it that way but okay um, 
I'm really missing the movie theater. It's been a long time since I've been to the movie theater. Me too. It's one of my favorite. It, to this day, it's like one of my favorite things to do. Going to the movie theaters. It's, it's just so fun. You know, seeing something new, catching some trailers, getting some snacks, looking at the old, outdated fucking arcade, the Terminator machine in the arcade, and looking at <laughs> T2, the, yeah. the bowling alley carpeting, like, with that weird, like, outer space. I don't know. It's just Yeah, like, and the smell. Oh, it's so great. I have a lot of great memories of, of movie theaters, but I also have some memories that I would describe as movie theater mishaps, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what do, you, what do you mean by that? Um, so... I got a couple examples, but times where you're going to the movies and things don't quite pan out the way that you okay. hoped. Um, okay. I remember, maybe, I guess it was, you remember the Spawn movie, the live action Spawn movie? <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget it? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, exactly. Everyone, I'm sure everyone wants to forget we it. We wish we could, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think that was like 97, I, I, maybe 96. That sounds about right. Yeah. 96, 97, I believe. I yeah. didn't like... If I respected the movie more, I would have looked that up, but like I just don't. So I just don't want to even bother putting. <laughs> I'm a pin pretty on sure it. the listeners are not even going to correct no, this. They don't, they don't even care. care. They don't care. I, and I'm sorry if I offended you and like this movie. I like a lot of bad. I said last week, you know, my favorite movie is Troll Two, and uh, that's probably. I mean, that's another topic, but yeah, Troll Two is yeah. much better. So than I'm, Spawn. I'm nobody to talk shit about movies. If you like this movie and it does something for you, I will never say a movie is objectively bad. If it makes you feel something and you like it, then it's then it's good to you. It's all subjective. Sure. Um, so if you like Spawn, no offense, but I I think Spawn is one of the worst fucking things that ever happened. Um, and I'm assuming that you went to go see it in theaters. I went to see it in theaters, and I think okay. the, I think the reason why this is a movie theater mishap, not just because I saw a bad movie in the theater, because you can't count that as movie theater mishap. That happens all the time. Uh-huh. This was my first time that I experienced shame. <laughs> you know, or or like or maybe not experienced it, but first time. That so said, you're oh, like, oh, so you're like eight or nine at this point. I'm pretty and sure. I, I, I begged my parents, like, I gotta see. You don't understand. I have to see this thing. I think I don't know what it was about Spawn. I think they had great action figures. It was appealing. Cartoon, it looked fucking cool. Was, yes, you know, comics. So like, I was well in the Spawn verse. You know, I was into that yeah. shit. And then this movie came out. And anytime somebody does a movie. You know, these days they make a movie of everything. But back then, it was pretty fucking special if this thing that you liked got a movie made out of it, you know? Very true. Yep. And so I just, I had to fucking see this thing, man. It looked so cool. The fucking, the carnage, the clown, and all this fucking rad stuff over the top. And I finally, you know, convinced my parents to to take me. And and they were not into it because, like, they didn't want me to take me because it was, there's a lot of hell themes, and they didn't really like that too much. Okay. You know, so... Um, so right but, off the bat, you're like, uh, yeah, they, right. well, well, that's why they resisted at first, but I just kept like, I pitching it to him. It was just like, you know, a Christmas story when Ralphie puts like the ad for the Red Rider BB gun into his mom's <laughs> magazine. I was like <laughs> slipping spawn ads into stuff. I would, I would show up like, Hey mom, did you know that, um, kids that get to see movies they want to see wind up being good kids? All right, just figure I'll let you know. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye, Bob. Got to go throw another another toy out my window. Yeah, I'm gonna go throw a firecracker out my window. Talk to you in a bit. Um, I I worked hard to see that movie, and finally they were like, "All right, this means a lot to him. Obviously, we'll take him to see it." And even being as young as I was, I realized I was like, "This movie sucks." And I dragged my parents to this, and I made it seem Dang. like it was the biggest thing ever. I apologized to them after. I was like, "Hey guys, really? so wait, you stayed for the entire movie?" Yeah, we ne- we would never leave a movie. The only time we left is like we tried to take my sister to see um, 
spirit, this horse movie when she was first. Oh, born. I remember that. And, bullshit. and she just wailed <laughs> like she was being stabbed in the eye the whole time. So we were like, we Why? got. Why did she not like it? She was or... just born. She was like two years old. Oh, we should see. We should not have taken. She never the bring theater. a newborn baby to a theater. Yeah, yeah, but okay. yeah. So we were those people. So we had to leave. That's the only time we've ever left a theater. We sat all the way through Spawn, and I like apolo- I had to apologize to him. I was like, guys, I. <laughs> I thought that was going to be fun. I didn't think it was going to look stupid. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. Sorry, but, Dad. Uh, that was not the last time something like that happened to me. Actually, oh, um, I was... I don't know. I, 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 This is not very cool to admit about yourself, but I don't read a lot. Uh, I, I really don't. I, I read some comic books, but I, yeah. I don't read a lot of books. I mean, my, my one of my really good buddies... Has this quote that I say all the time. I was asking him something in college. I was like, "Hey, man, you ever uh, you read this?" And he's like, "I haven't read anything since fourth grade, and I'm 34, and I'm fine." <laughs> you know, so like that's that's I I, I I bring that up all the time. Whenever somebody says, "Hey, you ever read this book?" I haven't read anything since fourth grade, and I'm fine, um, <laughs> and I'm fine. So I I I I don't, and I do feel very guilty. I know that that is like the sign of a stupid person. You know, no offense for other fellow people who don't read too much. I, uh, sure, but where's this going? I, I, where's I this going? Well, we're bringing up books. We're talking about movies. All right, I'll tell you where this is going. Um, okay, okay. I was in the movies. Uh, I forget what I was seeing, but uh, they had cut different trailers for different movies. So, you know, if you are seeing an action movie, they're going to cut a different trailer for their movie that appeals to you. And sure. they'll, if you're seeing a rom-com, maybe they'll cut a different trailer that appeals to that crowd too so yes. i forget what i was seeing but uh the trailer for twilight uh came on oh no and uh <laughs> i i never had heard of that book series um okay. i think so, I, so obviously you were watching like an action movie I, I, think twilight I, I think i was going to see on. drag me to hell i think i don't okay. know if that lines up but i i, I don't know I, either I but it was anyway. drag me to hell it was a horror movie and so they cut a horror trailer out of it and um, it was these vampires, and they were fighting, and they looked scary, and everything was blue filter and and eerie, and I and like I said, the whole big intro with not reading much, uh, never sure. had heard of it, just thought okay. it was a rad okay. like Lost Boys movie, fucking loved the Lost Boys. So you're Boys. like, whoa, I kind of, and I was wait, like, I have to see, yeah, this. but well, and there was no shame because I didn't realize it was based off of like a romantic property. I just thought it was like this new fucking cool thing. <laughs> and uh, so I, I I remember telling all my friends, like, getting home and like, dude, I'm, I'm going to see this movie Twilight next week. You want to come? And they're and like good friends of mine were like, no. And I was but like, they didn't tell you why. why? They just no, trip, no, like, no, I'm, like, not like, no I'm not seeing that. And I was like, but dude, did you see the trailer? And like, it would use a conversation wouldn't usually get any further than that. And I was okay. like, this fucking dude it's like you like a lost boys. You fucking, you know. You seen that shit? Yeah. You seen Fright Night? Like, dude, come on. Let's, they, they're making like a Fright Night. It's so rad. Um, so wait, are you telling me that you went to go see Twilight by yourself? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I went and I saw Twilight by myself. Um, and I sat uh, right in the dead center by myself with the soda and the popcorn and it just happened to me. You know? Uh, and it's as of course I, I don't we know, feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you, man. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I it's th- that era, I just very much believed in not researching something. If it looked cool, you should dive into it. You know, a cool comic <laughs> book. The cover looks cool. That's your first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, because honestly, the answer was 
was everywhere. I could have found out anywhere that that was based off of like a hey, turn on the book. TV, watch the news. Yeah, yeah. and I just it, Twilight I, was on the news. I don't know, man. I it just it it went over my head. All different reasons, all different ways. It just never saw a different trailer for it that was cut more like it actually was. The only trailer I ever saw was the one that was before the horror movie, so it was cut like a horror movie trailer. And um, well, I, I have to ask you this. Yeah. Was this one of the movies that you did walk out on, or did you stay for the entirety of the movie? Listen, it's not exactly important, but I will tell you <laughs> that there is a... I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. I'm just I'm kidding. I, I stayed the whole thing. Um, I, I, wow. I do, I do really, like, I. that's a, a personal thing. There's only one, there's only two movies I ever walked out on in my life. And it wasn't my choice. I've never, uh, you know, I feel like once you're there, you got to do it. You owe it to the crew and or whoever, you know what I mean? Because even if it's okay. a bad movie, like Twilight, for instance, um, there's a lot of people that worked really hard to make that happen. And of course. So but I, you already I, paid your ticket. I, I respect the art of it. I, I you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, so I want, we had to walk out of spirit because my sister was wailing, like somebody stabbed her in the eye. And then yeah. uh, I was on a first date to see uh, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. And uh, the first, I, I love that movie, but that's the, a bad the, uh, first date. <laughs> yeah, no, the girl got really uncomfortable and asked to leave. Which which rape scene was it? It was the the very like first one. Yeah, you you knew exactly what it was. Um, oh, I know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, I just I watched all Twilight in the theater by myself, and that's that's a fact I like to tell people about myself. <laughs> hey, what's something I don't know sure. about you? I watched uh, Twilight in the theater by myself. By myself, the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> All right, I want to. I want to end this with one final question for you. Sure. Did you go back to watch the Twilight sequels in theater? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, and I, okay. and I, I'm being honest. Okay. I wish the answer right, was yes because right. it's funnier. But I just yeah. being honest with you. I I never saw anything else from it because I just, I really felt like I was like oh that's why nobody wanted to see it. You know. Well, I appreciate you taking the courage to tell everybody. Yeah. This, but I mean, it seems like it's kind of a, a trophy that you carry around with you. So, I mean, it's a f- to each its own. It's at least a funny story. I, a lot of times, and yes. I, 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 when something bad is happening to me, I do stop and say, like, this is going to be a funny story. I hate this right now, but this is going to be funny, you know? <laughs> uh, and that kind of takes me out of it. I, I, I recommend you do that. If you're ever in a situation where you got a, you're on the side of the road, flat tired, you got jelly donut jelly all over, you'd be like, this is going to be a funny story. <laughs> Hate my life right now, but this is going to be great <laughs> at parties. Oh, man. Well, that is uh, our in-betweener number two. We went pretty deep. We did. We went uh, a little long. I think it was because of my first pick. I got too deep too quick. Uh, everybody was saying, no, that's too fast. But yeah, I just kept digging. Hey, this is pirate radio, man. You know, we don't have uh, any corporate sponsors we have to answer That's right. to. You know, this thing could be 20 minutes. It could be an hour and 11 minutes. Or it could um, be three hours about how you spent a lonely night watching Twilight. You, you never we'll never know. do that to you. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really do appreciate you supporting the Forever Bogus podcast. Uh, and in this format, I really think that this new in-betweener format is working out really well for us. I think it's so easy to show up with 
so much energy for each topic because we don't have to spread it throughout the course of an hour. And I would like to hear some feedback from the listeners. Are you guys digging this? Or are you not? Are you, uh, let's, let's put it this way. Are you smashing this or are you passing this? Uh, yeah, let us know on Facebook. Uh, just look us up on Facebook, Forever Bogus, or on our Instagram, Forever underscore Bogus, or our email, forever.bogus.forever at gmail.com. Uh, we'll definitely have you updated on uh, uh, upcoming episodes as well as uh, more in betweener episodes. Yeah. Where, they, where can they find you at, J Dog? Uh, Big Booty Hose at gmail.com. Um, oh, dude, no, that's your private. That You use that just for Oh, did know, I those say that sites. out loud? Yes, you did. What an accident. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Brain Exploder on Instagram, and I'm Brain Exploder on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter one has two more R's at the end because I'm in a constant battle with a paintball blog. <laughs> paintball, really? Yeah. Uh, that kind of doesn't, doesn't surprise me there. I can't give up the name. Definitely follow him because uh, he's been, you've been working on a lot of cool hand-painted art. And I really hope that you will start sharing that very soon. I will. Uh, that's a big project that's upcoming. And it's going to be... Uh, there's no way out of this now, you know? Uh, I, I don't like... <laughs> this is it, man. I'm no looking myself back. into the corner. Yep. This is my last, uh, my last ditch effort, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I've been working on a lot of cool stuff. And I'm, I'm really excited for people to check it out. Well, thank you, Jamie, for spending the night with me uh, again. I'm really looking forward to our next episode. And uh, before we know it, it's going to be Halloween, man. Yeah, I'm already getting scared. You ain't getting spooky? I get, scary? I, get, I get scared so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're definitely going to be focusing a full month on Halloween in October, of course. Make sure to follow us for all that nostalgia content. Yeah. And uh, until next time, be kind. Rewind. And uh, we will all stay bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. We got the host, Rash Shoemaker. Nothing like they both candy bars, any takers, and arsenal of VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great. I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P and P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail. Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you will bring me my mail. Eat count, shot your little you hoover order pale ales. You want doper than diamonds? I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'ma get by the spot, but still a prevail. I got no rhymes for the VHS community. Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods. Rat game speed jobs on that PG style and distant. Eat my socks, ox, dragon slayer, modified with lasers. What we need right here is some good old taters. Back to back clamshells of the Cape Crusader. The one from the 90s as well as beyond. You're an asshole if you play as a job and change. Yes,